0: My racing career isn't just about me. It's about the team, the fans, the sponsors, the families, the tracks, the whole sport. Join us over the next five months on the Junior Nation Appreciation Tour, where we show appreciation to where it's owed. This is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. This is Carrie Earnhardt, and you're listening to Earnhardt Outdoors, where the pavement ends and a dirt road begins. Well, W, here we are back in the Zalta studio for another Earnhardt Outdoors. And I heard you and Hank had a good time when I was gone on the show. Um, <laughs> kind of bashed me a little bit
1: oh i, I mean you know you played
0: like i always joke on you and you turn it around but you never turn it around <laughs> uh, now hank he is right he does he gets me going before the show and then i just get <laughs> rambling 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 and it's just nonsense it's Just kind of verbiage that comes out that I don't even know what i mean what i'm talking about yeah
1: hank and i had a good time we appreciate hank parker coming on here and uh helping helping us out while you were off to the rodeo and that was a pretty cool yeah i'd say it was good to hear his voice back
0: i, I missed having him on, this, on the show he, you know he stepped up the first year and helped me out a lot and um he had some other commitments but i appreciate you standing in for him yep yep that and, was, a, um, was a good time it was a good time so uh i know there's no hunting or anything going on right now unless you're just varmint hunting but what about fishing you've done any fishing lately
1: well you know i know you're a bigger fisherman than i am but I do enjoy fishing. Kelly and the kids and I just moved into a new house up in Statesville, which happens to have a pond on the property, so we've been we've been enjoying that a little bit. We uh, Wyatt and I made a trip down to the Bass Pro Shops and bought us a twelve-foot-long John boat, oh, Lord. a <laughs> pair of oars, so we I can see Wyatt out there all by himself the now. When you come home, he uh, he and the, the maiden voyage for the boat in the pond was Kennedy, and Wyatt and myself. Kelly didn't want to go because it, it was actually dark. I'll tell you what happens: we got the boat on sunday of the indy race and we got the boat we had to race on a radio we got the boat at the bass pro shop loaded up come home we're listening to the race on the radio and they kept having these cautions and red flags and cautions and i said boy we're going to get home in time to see the end of this thing well also in kennedy and wyatt's mind we were going to get home in time to use the new boat before dark well another caution (laughs) another red flag next thing you know i'm sitting in there wanting to see the end of this race and it gets dark so Kelly opted out of going out on a boat, and I'd already committed to Wyatt and Kennedy that we would go out on the boat, so I drug it out there in the dark, and Kennedy had her phone with a flashlight, and we drug it out into the pond, and Kennedy, uh, <clears throat> she wanted to try the oars, so I got us out into the pond and let her switch seats with me, and she tried oaring, and she did pretty well. She, she took us down to the end of the pond, and she kept on asking where we were because she couldn't see how far we are off shore, and finally <laughs> we got down to the far end of the pond, and, and then Wyatt was you know upset because he wanted his turn well he got up there but he didn't want to do both oars he, he just wanted to do boys. one so <laughs> we had to explained to him that we'll just do circles if we yeah. don't run both oars so then Kennedy was running one oar and Wyatt was running the other and I was just sitting in a little bit of frustration because it was dark it was bedtime it was time to get the kids ready for bed and here we are out there in the pond still doing
0: circles I imagine there probably so, wasn't uh, an argument going on between them two either yeah, yeah. you're They're going the wrong way, way. Yeah. you're going this way
1: as yeah. anybody with with kids yeah. you know, that, that, that the rivalry that siblings have there was a uh, definitely a bunch of arguing going on so that was our maiden voyage with the boat that we did a, a week ago or last week and uh, we've done a little bit of fishing on the pond uh, just little farm pond type pond mm. uh, you know you've seen it. it's not really nice big. it's it? uh, like a it. three acre pond it's just perfect for taking the kids to and yeah kennedy and wyatt also were fishing together uh, a few weeks ago and i took them out there and each of them uh, i let them fish with live minnows because i figured that was our best chance of catching some fish right. and it's full of bass in there there's some brim and some catfish i guess but typically it's you're catching bass yeah. so put some minnows on and they both got a fish on their first cast so they were excited and they got their picture with their fish and we fished for a few hours that day, and Carson, she's had a few of her buddies over and done some fishing there, so the kids have been really enjoying that, and I've been spending all the evenings after the fishing's done straightening out the fishing poles, <laughs> and getting the line put back on the poles and tying the yep. hooks on them, and it's it's been pretty so, cool. So. so you haven't done any trout fishing or anything? Yeah, I, I mean, didn't. You usually do that. I do like to do trout fish in the spring. This yeah. year didn't get out at all, and you know, lots of times when we travel to Pennsylvania in the summer, I can go up there because... You can trout fish a little bit later into the year up there. the The water stays cold, and I didn't get to do that trip this year, so my summer's a little bit off on the fishing. Pretty much the yeah. the couple times at the pond with the kids is all. all yeah, the have, of what I've
0: got I haven't done a lot of freshwater fishing or any kind of fishing. Really, I've, I went out a couple times, a couple kids, just cut, you know, just bottom fishing. What I call it, straight line down and catch whatever bites, mm-hmm. uh, using live bait, and um, we had a good time. Kids all caught fish, and it was pretty active and all. But I haven't been able to go out. I used to go out about every week so i'm kind of been itching to get out there and things have kind of gotten my way and come up but i went offshore fishing out of uh hatteras well we drove down and i ended up doing a six hour trip in ten and a half hours however you make that work <laughs> but I, I went one direction met some buddies and picked up some people and went another direction picked up some other people and then a two-hour ferry ride, and then another thirty-minute ferry ride. We finally got there at ten o'clock at night. When I left, seven o'clock that morning. <laughs> but coming back home was a straight shot. I left them with somebody else to take them home, and I came straight home. But we had a good time. We went out um, on the boat called the Predator, and Captain Chris Williams. He was game on. I me mean, he took us thirty miles out, and we catching fish right off the bat. We caught some nice grouper, uh, a snow grouper. He's forty-six pounds, and you only know, wow. allowed to keep one. So we caught him, and uh, he was, like I say, he's a good one. And uh, caught some tile fish. I've never done any tile fishing, or ever even caught tile fish that I know of. And uh, they say they're the best eating, so we're going to find out. I'm <laughs> cook some up here shortly. But how big were the tile the, fish? Uh, the tile fish probably about three and a half, four pounds. They're small fish, right? okay. like a big fish. And you know, we really didn't catch a whole lot of big fish. Um, we caught two dolphins, um mai is what they call them, but. Right. We caught two of them. Is all we caught. The big fish wasn't biting that great, but you know, top water and bottom fishing was really game on. We was catching a lot of fish, and you you only have a limit of everything. So we um, had a good time doing that, and uh, it was a great group of guys. I made some new friends and yeah, uh, cool. fish with some old friends that I've been friends with for a long time. So we had a good time, and I enjoyed doing that. So.
1: So when you when you were doing that, were you? trolling or like i know obviously the bottom yeah mission, for that part you were just dropping bait off the boat but what about were you trolling when you caught the yeah you, well they kind of
0: he's kind of going over a wreck there was an old ship that sunk and uh he, he'd get up current from it and just let drift back over the wreck and you know we'd drop down and catch him and it's like every time we dropped it was there wow this hook on i used a reel that you really in by yourself all the other guys had these electric reels. Oh, really? When you get a bite, you push a button, it reels up to about 30 <laughs> feet or whatever it is, and then they reel it the rest of the way in. Uh, I was reeling six, 700 kilometers, I think is what they call it. <laughs> uh, and Boy, my gosh, I wish I had hit that button.
1: Well, that uh, that reminds me of a time that, that we got to do a little fishing, yourself and I. And uh, we were, I guess we were in fort lauderdale i think we were going for easter one year yes and you and i and and i I guess we left uh, when we left the dock we had kelly we had several there and stacy and sunny and renee and the kids and, and yourself and myself and we uh we got what maybe two miles offshore, and had to turn around and come yeah. back in and drop back off some Kelly of them, and the kids some of them I think handle the it. only female that made it. You, you and Sonny and I stayed on and then and then uh in Austin I think was with us yeah and then Renee was Renee. the only female that, that stayed on the boat everybody else bailed honestly said so it was too rough so but that was um we we fished some wreckage that day yeah. but then we started trolling with the kites, kites yeah to to fish for sailfish and it was uh, pretty cool for me because I was we. How do we? I don't remember if we pulled straws or how we decided who was going to be up first. Somehow I, I ended up first, and I, and we hooked a fish right off the bat. Yeah, I think so,
0: I think as you hadn't ever caught one. Maybe so, so we just elected we to let Diego you have the first. Yeah. I remember
1: I was the guy up. Yeah. And I caught that fish right off the bat. Got yeah. it. it was a ninety pound sailfish. Sail, yeah. And uh, then we, you know, that was a whole bunch of fun. I mean, reeling that thing in forever took it to get it in and got it. Uh, landed on the boat and got some pictures and then sent it off but that was uh, then we proceeded to keep on going and yeah it it, It was a good thing you was the first one you guys (laughs) never got a bite so I was the only one to catch a but we caught a lot of uh, I remember that day we were um, when we were doing the bottom fishing on the wreckage we were catching uh, I can't remember what those fish were called that we were catching do you remember what they were they were were giant um, big uh, I can't remember what they were called we called some grouper it wasn't grouper uh, it was another fish that was uh not a real popular eating fish, I don't think. Um, but whatever they were, I, I remember, remember you know, Renee caught one. I, we all caught a bunch of them. Yeah. But they were a real big fish that we were catching, bottom fishing. And I, that was that, that was honestly as much fun catching those than it was. It may the, have been amberjack. It may have been.
0: I think it was. It might have been amberjack. So yeah. They put up a good fight, too.
1: Yeah, they were big. I mean, yeah, they were they're big not, 40, 50-pound fish. Yeah, they're not they real
0: popular eating, either.
1: Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was fun. I, I enjoyed doing that with you that time. I've yeah. only ever got to go out off sea a couple times, and that was one of them.
0: I guess, you know, right now in the middle of summer it's kind of hard on people getting out because it's so hot. But I like to try to get out first thing, sunlight, be on the lake on daybreak and uh, do a little bit of fishing and get off and then maybe go back at evening. So. Yeah, it's
1: been uh, – I don't – I can say it's, it's not just a North Carolina thing here. This summer it seems like everybody I talked to has – you know, whether they're in the Midwest or the North, uh, when I've talked to the the people in Pennsylvania, my dad and everybody I talked to up there, they haven't fought the weather real bad up there. They've had a lot of 80-degree days, 81-degree mm-hmm. days. I mean, just beautiful summer weather. Wow! But I talked to my buddies out there in Illinois, Chase. I talked to him, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's 105 degrees. And, you know, you think the Midwest, you're thinking, well, it shouldn't be hot out there. Right. But I think everybody nationwide has fought a lot of hot weather this year so when i get home and it's hot like that the last thing i want to do is go stand by the pond so (laughs) i just uh i just keep on you know avoiding that topic when it comes to wyatt because if wyatt wyatt doesn't care it could be a thousand degrees outside and wyatt will want to go so i just try to not bring it up and you know feel a little bad for him not getting to go out there and enjoy his pond but we'll have many years of enjoying that so we can wait for a little cooler weather to to get after that a little bit because it's just been tough
0: yeah it won't be long i mean we're right here towards the end of summer so it should be i mean it's gonna be cool this week so
1: well yeah rain, cool, yeah cool 80, if you consider 87 degrees cool 87 <laughs> well, degrees yeah. in pennsylvania was nice yeah 81 that's, yeah. that's still cooler oh whatever yeah they uh the girls <laughs> I, I missed out typically we'll do a a july trip to pennsylvania around the fourth of july and i didn't get up there this year and kelly actually went up there with some of her girlfriends and you know it was 77 78 degrees every yep. day was the high while they were there and you know they just got to enjoy that and i was sitting down here and 97 e. and 98 <laughs> degrees thinking what the heck yes yeah, all pictures look like it? they had a great time yeah they just <laughs> they did everybody you know like, she got to take uh, six girls all together herself and five friends yep. and the five girls are uh had never been you know all have heard over the years kelly's stories about how much we love pennsylvania and, and it was neat for her to get to show her buddies kind of what it's all about and, 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 and totally they co- they all came back saying now we know what you're talking about you know they go up yep. there and uh all it takes is a couple of days in the mountains and they realize how beautiful it is and, and what a relaxing and kind of resetting place it is where you go up there and you come back feeling refreshed <laughs> yeah <laughs> or in my case i come back aggravated because i want to stay
0: <laughs> uh, it's hard to believe that place i know yeah there's some type of fishing i've been trying to get junior to do and i think you'd enjoy it too and he is Yeah, I went to Indy and hung out in Indy with the Schumacher Homes people and showed them, you know, behind the scenes at the garage areas and everything, and I flew home with Dale. So coming home, he's always been on me about not inviting him on these trips, these fishing trips and stuff. So coming home, I'm like, Dale, I said, I'm I'm doing something this week. It's going to be Tuesday night. uh, One day this week, if you're available, I'd like for you to do it with me. So what's that? I said, bow fishing. He said, bow fishing what and of course amy gets on you know, her calendar and says oh you're free tuesday night so we planned it for tuesday night and of course you know like i was expecting we're supposed to meet at nine o'clock at queensland and about five or six o'clock i get a test hey i'm not gonna make it because i'm dover testing and get home late and then i gotta fly out to key west on wednesday morning <laughs> so i'm not gonna make it this all right I, okay so that night we had a little group of thing. I was sitting around and I said, I said something about to the fact of is this what you do is just sit around and watch TV all late night when you're bored or something, or it could be just because you ain't bow fishing because it's night we're supposed to go bow fishing. Well, that or the morning after that, he texted me, Hey, says, we, can we go bow fishing Thursday next week? I'm like sure we could go. I said, "Wow, what's up?" He said, "I dreamed about it last night, and I had a blast. It was like a <laughs> lot of fun." So we we're planning a little trip going, and uh, uh, maybe you can jump on there with us. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, you won't you won't be because it's a night thing.
1: Yeah, and I'm not. I, I've really enjoyed hearing your talk about bow fishing, and and I do have definitely have interest in it. Uh but I am not an up late type of person. I'm uh, early to rise and early yep. to bed. This, <laughs> so, this time
0: of year with the heat and everything, of course, at nighttime is when they come up to shallow, and you fish yeah. two to three feet, shooting bowfish or carp or. Well, that's uh, awesome. Uh, I was going to ask you about that. I remember and in years like past, that.
1: you did a lot. I mean, I remember a year or two ago, oh, you yeah. were doing it regularly, like a co- few about times a week. You yeah, was, uh, you were talking about yeah, going and, uh, in. I it haven't, does sound I haven't like been this car. year, so. So when you go out with Dale, you'll you have a boat rigged up with lights. Yeah, I've
0: got a little John boat. well, it's a 18 foot 60 inches wide grizzly boat i got from bass pro and i put light i got eight lights on it in the front they're like um led lights and then i got two light bars one on each side in the back just so you you know boat fish all around the boat and this light shines down in the water and at night you can see like i said two if it's real clear you said three feet bottom you know okay and you'll see the fish just sitting up there if it's real muddy you kind of see the sparkle of them you know the when the light hits them on the side or something and uh they always say when you think you've aimed low enough aim lower (laughs) so you you try to shoot underneath the fish because the air you deflects up a little bit whenever it hits the water so uh, it's been a lot of fun i got my daughter into it and she's you know shot some fish and she loves it and so will you have
1: a bow for dale to use yes i've got a
0: bow and uh i I carry two bows on my boat just because you know usually i got two people fishing and i'll be driving the boat with the trolling motor just trying to watch rocks and stuff and look for fish and help them out
1: and is that a compound bow or recurve well i got
0: a a recurve and a compound bow okay Um, i got the compound for my daughter she's 13 so easy for her to pull back it's probably around 20 to 25 pound draw and um it's easy for her she's not used to the longbow a- any
1: type of sights or do you just shoot instinctively or just how instinctively do you? no sights um, um,
0: you just kind of point and guess <laughs> huh
1: that, yeah I've, I've seen you know seen him on on television shows you know and i know that the bow fishing has really taken off and you know it's yeah. it's a really big a lot of people are really into it i know that um you know i think actually johnny morris's son is really hardcore oh, into it yeah, he's and, hardcore and they uh you know he kind of Everything he's doing right now in the last couple of years is built around bow fishing. Yep. it's a real big deal. So I'm, I, I, I guarantee it would be a ton of fun. And, and like I said, I someday I really want to do it, but it's it's going to have to be whenever I well, get to that point in my life where I don't need to sleep anymore because maybe, I, I well, can't go all night. Long. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe
0: in the springtime next year because you know spring we go during the day too because you know they're feeding and bed and breeding beds, and everything. Yep. So yeah, um, it's easier in the springtime for that. And it's plus it's cooler too. So, but. Right now, you just had to go at nighttime.
1: Well, that's good. I hope that that I hope that Dale can, uh, you know, follow through with with going. I hope so too. I think that'll be a cool experience for him. I was
0: excited about because you know to see him do it. And I remember my first few times doing it. You know, you get frustrated, but it's a lot of fun. But you get frustrated because you can't hit anything. <laughs> well, until you the, figure out, he'll probably
1: that. be hitting on every shot because uh, he's one of those guys that you you think well. I, I always get on about shooting his bow before bow season. Yeah. Well, I don't need to shoot and this and that and. I was like, yeah, right. And of course, he always does really well. So I'm sure he'll, I'm sure he'll do well at it. And I was in Ohio last week um, on our property up there, setting trail cameras and working on feeders and stuff like that. You know, just my midsummer trip up there. We went up there, and Wyatt and Uncle Robert and myself went up, and we spent we were there for four full days. It was actually over Kelly's trip to to Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. and got a lot of work done, but got all of our cameras going. We have a couple different. Uh, spartan cams which is a camera that a cellular camera that sends it to your phone right. and we h- had not used those prior to this summer we just set them up and, and started using them and um, we also have some of the bushnell cams that send us to our phone so we have that's att spartans or verizon so we have two different services so we can mm-hmm. position the cameras in different places where you do or don't have service with with the providers and uh so we got all the cameras set up and dale hadn't really been talking about hunting and talking about you know the hunting land since turkey season he hadn't you know kind of been out of sight out of mind thing. And course i texted him and let him know that i was getting all the cameras set up so start watching your phones and told him how to log in on the spartan account so he could see that and uh i'll tell you what he was he's been texting pictures every day <laughs> and posting man i want to get up there and i said well you know set us a couple of days we'll go up in august and have a you know a couple of days of work days in august because last year True and dale and myself went up uh and just went you know i had all the hard work done so right. it was it was it, easy it stuff. was a work trip but it wasn't one yeah. of the real work trips right so we went up and we went to all the tree stands that we have up there, which we have like 40 tree stands set up and we made sure that those shots didn't need cleared and all the bow ropes and bow hooks and everything were good straps on the stands and all that. And I just kind of set that aside for us to do on that trip. So it's good for Martin and Dale to see all the stands because they need a lot of new ones they hadn't seen and stuff like that. So we did that last year and it was enjoyable. So he was texting me the other day, also talking about wanting to maybe try to go up there and do that again this year. So between your bow fishing and, uh, the the trail camera stuff coming and he's probably getting that that outdoor uh need a little need yeah, for some outdoor time yeah. so that'll be good for him to go do that with yeah. you right. i'm glad i'm glad
0: to see him you know open to doing some more stuff like this um you know like say, i got him to get, go on that elk hunt and he i tried getting him to go good to following him, but he wasn't able to so he's getting more into doing stuff with family and friends now and it's uh besides just sitting home playing games
1: yeah he uh when you know I was when he of course when he first started talking about retiring from racing I thought well that's going to give him a a good chance to do some more hunting and spend more time up there and and lo and behold he signs up and uh, (laughs) now he's going to do some commentating in the fall so he he's still going to miss a a good part of the hunting season which is okay for me because I can slip up there and go ahead and get my tag filled before he, <laughs> that way i could take care of him when he goes up in november but we yeah he's he's definitely i'm sure even that being said he will have a little more free time and i you know just as 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 he, you know he gets more into the outdoors yeah. every year it seems like he wants to spend more and more time up there and doing stuff so that's that's pretty cool yeah
0: i've noticed that he's come out a lot but I'm, I'm excited. I'm, y'all, y'all just don't know how excited I am to get him out on that boat, boat fishing. Yeah,
1: that well, thing. that's gonna be cool. I, I didn't, I didn't even I mean, know I'm that you said about had getting
0: anybody about out that, there, so but that's cool. for him to do it, that's pretty, pretty going to be pretty special. Yeah, I'll be looking for. We to don't get to, to do a lot of stuff that like that together stories. just with just schedule and stuff. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'll just uh, try to keep everybody posted and post some pictures or video and ones that he let lets me post anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, think, I think whenever I text him, he's like, hey, "Who? else on the boat." And I'm like, just me, you, and Kayla. I think he was worried about anybody else being on there to see him. So. <laughs> he
1: doesn't want to see Well, yeah, he doesn't want me yeah. to see him in case he does miss he, a couple of those fish.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of fun.
1: So speaking about the outdoors and and, and trail cameras, yeah. I know that you and I spoke uh, about you were getting involved with the lease up in Virginia. Have yeah. you had a chance to get up there and get a camera set out yet?
0: I have not. Um, one of the guys has got some cameras out. He's been sending me some pictures of some nice buck and uh, a couple cool. deer up there, so – I planned a trip to go up there with them. My mother-in-law got sick, so okay. we ended up going up. And I waited for however many hours, from 10:30 to 3:30 in the evening, up at her house, trying to get everything called up because she's been, you know, sick in the hospital and everything. So, went and done that, and then she came home with us and stayed for a week. And she just went back home. It's okay. She's feeling ago, better so now? I hope. Yeah, she's doing a lot better, and uh, her vitals checked out a lot better. And she's on a heart transplant list, so they got to do all these tests and something with her liver counts or numbers or whatever wasn't right so okay. she had to go to the hospital and huh. put her on this medicine and she came home with us and we kept her active we kept her busy and everything and, and she looked better towards the end of the week and she went back and had her vitals checked and they were very good so good well that's good looking forward looking forward to progress. her recovery there and uh so i am in my mind thinking maybe next couple of days of getting up there and just ride around and scouting around more, and cool. finding me some spots and put some stuff up.
1: We, uh, I know you talked about um, that area had some bears and as well as deer. Yeah. And uh, the um, I'm involved with a, a couple boys in racing that have uh, a lease up in Stokes County where actually you hunted up there with maybe four up at, in Pinnacle. Pinnacle, yeah. And we've had that lease for. I don't even know how long, about eight years, I believe. Uh, I haven't hunted myself in three years, but (laughs) I've been, the other boys, they they take care of, you know, sending me pictures and keeping me updated on what's happening, what they're seeing and stuff like that. And uh, I think it was two weeks ago, maybe two, a week or two ago. Uh, they started getting pictures of a real big black bear there oh, and, wow. and for eight years we'd never, never ever seen a bear there so um you know i know you talked to a lot of the guys actually on fan day you had some yep. of the people here from uh the north carolina wildlife association or the, the trapping and fur guys and they were talking a lot about bears and getting more excited about bear hunting closer to home here right. and the state allowing to take a bear during archery season mm-hmm. And it made me think about, you know, just those guys talking about their excitement level. And now, um, you know, we've been seeing this bear pretty regularly on those cameras. And I'm thinking, you know, that's, uh, I guess it's here. And, and I, I witnessed this in Pennsylvania. I witnessed as a kid, you never saw bears. Right. If you saw a bear, it was such a big deal. Yeah. And nowadays we go to Pennsylvania, you know, 40 years later and there's bears everywhere. So I, I, I think I'm seeing that happen as we speak right here in North Carolina. Yeah, um, similar type of transformation of where their, where their habitat is and where they're living. So
0: yeah, there's been pictures of bears on cameras that you wouldn't even think the bears would be at. Yeah,
1: right yeah. here on, I mean, at Junior Motorsports.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's crazy. They, they spotted him in the rest area right here on the Sandy Sandwich which is right basically yeah. right here behind Junior Motorsports. Well, that
1: and, that the bear that I had the pictures of here at Junior Motorsports, I've, you know, always had a little right. uh, camera out back in the woods here and and when I got the pictures of that bear, nobody believed me, including Dale. Dale said, Bullshit. <laughs> I'm yep. so I swear to you, Dale. I said, That's right behind you in motorsports. He said, No way. And yeah. luckily for me, that somebody did spot him at the rest area, and the next thing, you know, that following week on the news everybody talked about it. So that was uh yeah, was, you that was up. probably about three or four years ago, yeah. I guess, when that it might have been four or five years ago, but yeah, I got some backup on that. But now uh so that, that you know, you I know you mentioned having some bears in Virginia where you were gonna hunt. Yeah. So so I, thought that was I mean pretty
0: that place fun. up there reminds me of like going to Pennsylvania you have the opportunity of turkey bear and deer so i mean it gives you more variety so i'm excited about it and can't wait to get going with that property and just see what we can do
1: so um I know that I've been after you to get your Pennsylvania hunting license and get your, got your doe
0: applications put in. I was in. the first one to respond to you, thank yep. you, you, and you, I showed them to you.
1: Well, and, and I did give you a kudos, I think, in our little group text. I have the group text going with our guys that are um, – I don't remember that. Oh, actually, I might have no. gave you the kudos not on the group text. I didn't want the other guys to see me Maybe giving that's you some credit. Us. But, yeah, you were the first one to get it handled. Yeah. And uh, so I know I'm – you know, that's that marks, uh, for me – sending that group text out to you i mean there's, yeah. there's five or six of us on it and that like every year i look forward like oh, i need to tell the guys to get their license it's it's time and yeah. uh and it almost got away from us this year i was late getting it out but that kind of marks that like marks my mental calendar to know that okay it's it's getting it's ready coming. to go time i mean now you know i send that text out to you boys it's saying you better get your hunting licenses yeah. get your doe applications in and that kind of triggers me to say to myself i better get out back and shoot my bow and mm-hmm. that's that's another problem that i have this time here is i really want to be shooting my bow in the evenings when i get home you know after work and and spending some time doing that, but it's been so hot the last few weeks. So I've been trying to get up in the morning, and we typically, Kelly and I, we'll get up around 6 in the morning, we'll have coffee till about 6.30, and then we get our day going. And uh, so I've been, I kind of set priority for myself. I've been so busy with moving into the new house and doing everything we've been doing. I just, uh, she and I talked about it. I said, I'm going to set priority that when we get up at 6, I said I'll have coffee with you till 6:15, and I'm gonna take from 6:15 <laughs> till 6:30 and go out and shoot my bow. So just recovering from my soldier's sol, shoulder surgery shouldry. back in the spring, I've been uh, pretty easy to get it done in 15 minutes because I honestly can only shoot about six to eight times. And if I, I shot 12 shots one day and it, it start hurt my shoulder, so I backed it back up to six shots. Yeah. So I take six or eight shots in the morning, just go out there and tinker with the bow a little bit but that's you know it's it's feeling good it gets me excited because i i love all parts of it but it seems you know when the the lead up to the the beginning of archery season and, and hunting season is just for me that's my time of year so i'm i'm really excited
0: yeah i, I was excited when i got that test because it, it just marks our yearly trip we yeah, all take yeah. together and yeah. have a lot of fun a lot of work and yeah. a little bit of
1: shooting <laughs> well we get a lot of shooting <laughs> you know that we do get some work done while we're there too but we do have a lot of yeah. that's 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 one of the fun trips we so. do have fun so so i'm looking forward to that and you know this uh i'm looking forward to the, the days getting a little bit cooler and, yeah you know seeing been fun watching trail cameras uh i, I swear that it seems like I, I usually check my cameras once a day I'll, I'll get on my phone and i'll check the cameras that we can see on our phone and it's it's an ordeal i mean we got right. you know 18 cameras running so you see a lot of pictures and uh it seems like the last few like the last week and a half two weeks it, like every day that you check them you're seeing some of the same deer and it's just amazing how they're how much they grow in one it day is. i mean i was talking with somebody yesterday and they said man i got a picture of a deer last week and then i got a picture of a deer again this week and he said that thing it grew you know the points yeah. they had little tiny it was a 10 point he said That had little tiny points he couldn't even tell what it was going to be and he said man I think now he's got." big long tines i said I, I i i literally said i actually checked a picture that what i think it was yesterday a day before we were having that conversation that day i checked a picture of a deer the night before that was almost a nine point and when i say a deer is almost a nine point you can tell it's going right. to be a nine point but like that nine yeah, point looked. hasn't popped yet right. you know it's just a little nub, a little nub. you're hoping it's going to turn into a point and uh literally from one night to the next of me checking the cameras that point went from a nub almost a point to i would say a a inch and a half to two inch long point so in 24 hour window that thing grew an inch and a half i mean how crazy crazy is that and and Mm -hmm. i think that the antler tissue is maybe the fastest growing tissue uh, on any mammal or something some i've heard statistics like that before something like that and it's just uh it's pretty cool to see it happening
0: yeah and i know like my cameras i've only had Bucks, I've always had does, a bunch of does. I've only had bucks probably the last three weeks start showing up. Oh, yeah, in this amazing in the three week span, how much they've grown.
1: Yeah, and and I've uh, so that's at home here in North Carolina, yeah, it's here in North Carolina. At our, our new house, I've had just the opposite. I'd had bucks on camera and they all went away about three weeks ago. But well, what happened was, our one of the farmers that has a, some big yeah. fields that join us had had wheat in those fields, they harvested the wheat and planted soybeans. And about three weeks ago, those beans started popping. Mm -hmm. And when those beans started popping out of the ground... All the, I still am getting, seeing dough and getting pictures of dough, yeah. but I think all but two of the bucks have disappeared. And I know the other day um, Tanner had left my house. He was up there doing some work with me, and he left the house, and he texted me. He said, hey, he said, there's 12 deer out here in this bean field, and I think there's six bucks. <laughs> there's the, your there's bucks. There's all my bucks <laughs> ho- m- munching down on the soybeans right next door. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I've lost them for a period, but I know they'll be back. They'll be back. Once, they, they, once they know the beans where to start to be drying up, yep. they'll, they'll head back my way.
0: They'll know where good food's at, so
1: yeah so i'm super excited to keep on watching see
0: around the house i don't i don't hunt myself there on my property um i mainly got it for my daughter to hunt so she could see activity going on what all's coming in everything to keep her excited yeah so she's she's pretty excited about this one buck he's a 10 point and he's going to be pretty nice oh that's uh, awesome he's pretty wide and tall so i'm i'm hoping he'll stick around and don't find some other food (laughs) source somewhere so yeah
1: that's uh and you not hunting around your house and that's the same way at my house i mean i i envision wyatt hunting there when he gets right. bigger you know hopefully he's wants to hunt and is into that sort of thing and then you know that'll be his place where he learns to hunt and i'll i actually was joking with uh ryan newman yesterday he he helps me you know taking care of stuff around the house he cuts the hay and right. does some of the farming stuff around there for me and he called me yesterday afternoon he said hey where are you at and i said well i'm down at junior motorsports he said well i got a grain bin for you can you get up here and uh in the next hour or two, and we'll we'll haul it over to your place and set it. Well, he got me a two-ton grain Call bin to cow. to to store corn in. Right. So now we can have the farmer come by, fill the fill the corn bin, and then I can just pull the chute and fill buckets and dump them for the corn. Yeah. So I went up. I got done with my work. I said I can't get there till three o'clock or whatever it was, and I got done, and I got up there and. Of course, it's 97 degrees out, and <laughs> I get out of the truck, and we spent about an hour setting that grain bin. He had a tractor there; we were moving some dirt around and just sweating to death. Oh, yeah. and he looks at me, and goes, "It's amazing all the work we do just for just to be out, just for a couple deer." I said, "Yeah," and I said, "Let alone a couple deer that we're not even going to hunt." <laughs> I said, "Because there's no way I, I will ever end up hunting here." Yeah. He says, "Yep," he yeah. said, "All this work for just to watch a couple deer." That's, right. <laughs> and that's what we're gonna do.
0: That's it. So yeah, you still that's, feed protein in here? Yeah, just all corn? I've been
1: feeding the the uh, monster, monster mix. mix yeah. And, and that, mixing that with some corn. And he, he was laughing at me because we got done with the grain bin and we took a ride right around the property. And um, he, he planned a food platform back in the spring and we went and checked that out. And we were, he was laughing at me because I have, I think I have two feeders in a corn pile all within about. 150 yards of each other <laughs> he says i've never seen anybody i so have the, your feeder placements a little close here don't you think and i said yeah i said well that's all i got 50 acres to work with so that's right. it, it works for me but yeah. we uh so i got a corn spinner that just spins corn and then i got a protein feeder that feeds the protein and then we've been dumping some corn on the ground and i've been using it honestly for a little bit of a test just to you know i know what bucks are going to the protein feeder right. i know what deer are going to the spinner the corn spinner and then the corn pile and you know it just if nothing else just for for awareness for myself to know you know people say well you know that big buck he won't go to a feeder he'll go to a corn right. pile he won't go to a feeder or they're yeah. gonna eat corn they won't eat protein and i use it for a little bit of a, a testing ground i mm-hmm. guess for for all the other places that we do have wildlife stuff going on so i use the the backyard as my testing ground there
0: you go. Well, i found <laughs> proving out proving ground yeah if there's food there they're gonna go to it if, yeah i mean i got them bucks all up in that feeder i've gotten this little bee. i feel i'm feeling it two maybe three times a week oh wow but it's a small feeder yeah yeah but they're wearing it out yep cool i'm excited i hope everything works for you with your feeding (laughs) (laughs) working on wyatt getting him outdoors oh yeah he loves being out there now the first thing
1: he wanted to do was uh he loves corn when i we, we, we put corn out for deer I never have ever dumped a bag of corn where he hasn't held his hands out and expected me to fill his hands. Right. and he fills his hands with corn, and they both go in his pockets. So his pockets of jeans, when <laughs> they go in a wash at the house, always have corn kernels a in them, Kelly likes or that. protein <laughs> feed in them, or if we go, put out mineral. Then he wants to taste the salt. salt I mean, yeah. we can't walk through a tractor supply company without him wanting to go over the salt blocks Licking and, the salt. and to take a pinch of <laughs> the salt block off of it. So, uh, <laughs> but his biggest thing with the corn, the grain bin yesterday was that once we got it placed and leveled and set, he wanted to climb the ladder so he could look down into the chute. Oh wow! So uh, he was excited about that. He climbed up there and, and looked down into the corn corn crib. Oh, cool.
0: <laughs> that's cool. Yo, what up? We um. So yeah, that was that's oh. fun. That's right. We got dis- we got disrupted by Kelly. Yeah, she's, she's out already paused. She's out there waving her arms, like giving she makes, orders. Like she's a buck here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, it's pretty cool. I'm excited about this season coming up and uh, looking forward to our hunt. And uh, like I said, I'll try to keep some pictures and video maybe posted on Earnhardt Outdoors Facebook yeah. and absolutely get some stuff out there about Dale Junior bow hunting. Well, we get well, if, fish. if
1: if you can get Dale to uh, to. So you get that bowfish strip in, then maybe we can try to get him as a a guest down there and out outdoors here. That'd be we'll pretty have, cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'll have we had check uh, about that. We can quiz him on his turkey hunting and his uh, bowfishing. bowfishing and, and everything. Ask him if he's practiced with his bow to get ready for this fall. I promise the, you, I hadn't. can tell you the answer to that. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about bowfishing, it gets you started.
1: Yeah, he can start shooting. Yep, yep absolutely. Cool. And, and I'll make sure that I, uh, Continue on my group text with you and the boys from that are going to Pennsylvania and let you know that y'all need to be shooting your bows every day. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I won't stop poking. Don't worry. <laughs> it don't.
0: It don't hurt. I promise you. <laughs> well, Dove, I appreciate you sharing some stories with me today, and uh, it's been a lot of fun talking, getting ready for the season, and everything. So that's it for Earnhardt Outdoors, and thank you everyone for listening. And we especially want to thank Azalta for all they do for Dirty Mo Radio. Yeah,
1: and remember to let us know if you have any questions or suggestions. You can Facebook or tweet Carrie and I or reach out to Earnhardt Outdoors. Thank you all for listening. Thanks,
0: everyone. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow
1: for any Dale Jr. fan.